Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WTIC's Computer Talk with Tab is brought to you by GoNetSpeed, your choice for crazy fast fiber internet. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And uh, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. The lines are all filling up. You guys are all waking up. That's great. We do start at 9, you know. Um, so, you know, get, get online early. It's that we like that. Uh, but either way, you guys are here with us, and also with us is our favorite guy from IT Pro TV, Wes Bryan. You there, Wes? Hey, good morning, Hartford. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing? Good, sir. You heard the? Did you hear the uh, weather report up here? Our mild uh, is fifty, right? What is yeah. mild to you guys? Oh man, I uh, I'm kind of jealous. Uh, I I don't mind. A certain level of cold, but uh, years ago when I moved to New England and I spent about seven years there, I realized that uh, I didn't know what cold was until I moved <laughs> to that area. Exactly. So Wes is down in Florida. And yeah, that's where I, pile. Yeah, and that's where uh, IT Pro does their most, that's where your studios are to do your... That's right. He's yeah, an, that's our uh, c- command and control center there. He's a, and he's an edutainer, and uh, we mm-hmm. put a link up here over at computertalkwithtab.com, also on our Facebook page. If you want to get a 30% discount, you can go ahead and link uh, there to go ahead and get training from a guy like Wes. And Wes, we wanted to call you on and talk about CompTIA A-plus certification. You guys have courses that get novice folks, right? Even folks just, you know, went from being a chef to being an IT guy, right? Uh, you can yeah. get them trained up and become certified. What does that mean, A-plus certification? How does that work? Well, it, it is great for somebody that is a you know a career changer, or maybe somebody that landed a help desk role that wants to take you know a little bit farther. You know, and it's uh, you know by the Computer Technology Industry Association, they've been around for a very long time. How long? We and were trying to figure uh, that out, Wes. How long have they been oh, around? Oh man, I want to say they go back even prior to their first. So the A plus certification goes back to 1999, but the CompTIA organization actually goes back a lot farther, and they were even named something else, and I, uh, I can't remember what. Okay. It was because you know it's funny we were having that same conversation but they have been around a lot longer than their certifications have been around but this certification particularly has been helping people that want to change careers and get into the uh, computer industry since yeah. 1999 so it's been around for a while and the great resignation from what I've read is actually producing a lot of geeks I mean they're they're, they're resigning from whatever they were doing and they want to join us in the IT world is that what you're seeing 
Absolutely. You know, see, so this certification, it has it has an ISO, and I know you guys talk geek all the time, so it's got an ISO uh, accreditation, and that is the International uh, Organization of Standardization, yeah. uh, and it's a 17024, and it's a personal accreditation, which means that it doesn't matter where in the world you get it. Uh, mm. Past language barriers, if you get, let's say, uh, let's say you get uh, your certification in, I, I don't know, so, somewhere in South America where they offer training there, well, it's just as good here in the States, so that's one of the great things it's it's recognized worldwide That's good. Uh, but it has a very diverse uh, a good diversity in what it um, requires of the learner or the exam candidate to have under their belt when you go into the exam booth and it really gets you prepared uh, for a great number of different topics that you'll see when you decide that hey you want to be a geek like all of us and uh, get into the industry so let's dig in a little bit to a plus certification I mean so sure. I, like, like I said I'm a chef and I'm gonna go ahead and get into a plus certification do I do I need to know anything about a computer to start this certification you know all of these certifications uh, they have a certain level of recommended background. So for instance, A plus, they say, you know, recommended uh, to help you out, accelerate your uh, success on the certification to have about 12 months experience. Okay. I worked at a fast food restaurant, so I wasn't even a chef. <laughs> I was somebody that was on the drive through <laughs> line when I decided that I was going to take my A plus certification. Yeah. Uh, and I had no prior experience. Uh, I remember the first time they opened a command prompt in Windows, I my skin crawled and I was like, what did I get myself into? We were just trying to do that <laughs> earlier, the caller, yeah. so... <laughs> We're still yeah. doing it today. <laughs> exactly. It's so funny. We've uh, we've tried so hard to wrap GUIs around uh, our operating systems today that sometimes the streamlined approach is still a text-based interface. You think? Um, <laughs> so you went from literally you started right from ground zero. When you get into the CompTIA uh, the the training that you guys provide, you know how, how how do you do it? I mean, you're you're doing it with a like a video. It's like being in a classroom. Um, you're it is. So go ahead. Yeah, we we try to do it in like an engaging format. What we don't want to be is death by PowerPoint. You know, a lot of the training you'll see, uh, or, or not a lot of training, but there's a, there is a lot of training out there, mm -hmm. uh, and that's one of the things that we didn't want. Just really just killing people with slides. You know, so you know when we do uh, our, our A plus content, we we break open the hardware, right? We show you a, a video from multiple different angles, PTZ cameras, small Marshall cameras, uh, all kinds of different lighting and stuff, so you can really see the hardware. You can see the hardware parts and what they function and how they function you know uh, i show you how to break into an ap and configure the interface and hey why are we choosing wpa2 and now wpa3 over wpa2 so nice uh, mobile devices and it just uh, there's a lot of stuff just you know security best practices so it's it, it's a it's a broad range of topics now how long would somebody think to invest how much time does a person need to invest in into becoming a plus certified is it is it a month long six months a year what are they talking well uh, you know I, 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 I this is an answer I never like it depends because that doesn't really tell you anything mm -hmm. uh, so uh, you know what I tell what I tell learners um, that 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 have a desire to get certified uh, what level of skill do you come in with mm -hmm. and how much time do you have to invest and how quickly do you want to get certified those are really the driving factors because we've had people that have literally gotten certified in less than a month right but yeah. they were treating it like a full-time job and i know that if you're a career changer chances are you already have a job uh, so I would say at bare minimum uh, treat it kind of like going to night school you know dedicate 
you know, a portion of your day, maybe an hour a night, uh, you know, five days a week, six days a week. Give yourself time to time to, you know, relax. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't go into mental mush. But I would say a minimum of about an hour, uh, you know, a night, five nights a week. Um, and you could have it within a couple of months. So can you give us any idea that how desirable it is for a, a, someone hiring somebody to see an A-plus certification? Do they give you any kind of values on that? Do, is there an industry standard that says, yes, we, we want people who have this certification? Can you like see that level, like where the MBA folks, MBAs talk about how valuable those are, your BAs? It works the same way with A-plus, correct? There's a value there. It certainly does. Well, a lot of your major major uh, Fortune 500 companies out there that are in tech actually endorse the certification, IBM, Intel, uh, uh, Hewlett-Packard, uh, a lot of major companies out there endorse it. And I, I think one of, the, one of the, the biggest things that it helps is to help teach you the landscape, because you all have been doing this for decades, and you know how wide and vast the ocean of technology is, and then on top of it, it changes like the tides do daily. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I would just say in general, you know, make sure that if it is something that you want to do, um, you know, stay on top of the topics that you're studying and just keep pushing through it. And at the end of the day, what it proves to the company is that, hey, I can take complex professional level topics, and if I don't know them, I can learn them. And I can now also speak the language so that if I was on an IT staff or an IT team, we could have conversations and, you know, I could start to move into the direction that I want. So I kind of consider it kind of the, that, that, that leaping stone uh, in, you know, anybody that's getting into IT, their career. Yeah. So often in our industry, you find everybody, you know, folks that are out there, they're quote unquote self-taught or they've been thrown into the role. They just happen to be the, the IT person at the company that liked computers more than everybody else did. So they also did shipping and receiving and they also did IT um, sure. and or they're the controller and they also did IT. So, you know, that's part of the problem with our industry is that, you know, getting folks making it more. It's professional. Don't get me wrong. But we find so many of these quote-unquote IT people in the field that are quote-unquote self-taught. And without the actual knowledge, best practice doesn't occur. And sure. You know, how do, how you configure a domain controller? Well, I just make everybody the admin, and, every, and everything works beautifully. Uh, you know, I can no, – no issues there. Why is it so, why is it so no, hard? Not at all. Right. So, you know, with, with an A-plus certification, you can actually separate the, the folks who really know better of a best practice versus those that are quote-unquote self-taught. Um, definitely, definitely, and sometimes we'll say, and self study is is great. I mean, if you are going to get into A plus, and you are going to say, you know, uh, come over to the IT Pro TV side, you're gonna you're gonna find our uh, you know our training. One of the great things is we are now a part of ACI Learning. We're the I, the IT in ACI Learning, and just recently, uh, Practice Labs has joined our company. So now we can give that training of the technology, but we can also give you the hands-on experience in-house with full lab demonstrations and all kinds of uh, operating systems that you can connect to. If you're in Cisco, Cisco-based hardware, connect to it, configure the interfaces. So it's really, really an exciting time you know, for our organization. I do like hearing that. The more you can get involved in vendor-specific solutions, companies like us will be also more interested as well. I mean, we use you, we, we obviously use your, your technology and your training for our guys, but it'd be the more we would see vendor specific training on a, on specific firewalls, specific switches. There's the generic, you know, overarching information is important, 
but the specific is even better. And these vendors do such a crappy job of training, um, and you guys do such a <laughs> yeah. great job that if you could do that, I know it's you got it's a lot of work, obviously, to come up with these modules that have, of course, become obsolete in three years when the when the hardware is end of life on you. Um, so it's a tough it's a tough uh, thought, but that type of technology or that type of training is something that companies like us would would love. And most definitely. And one of the great things, you know, one of the things I like about CompTIA is it really just teaches you the foundational skills. And then you can go into vendor specifics, whether you're going into Microsoft, you know, and Microsoft is such a broad range of technologies today, whether it be some kind of MD, you know, Microsoft desktop uh, certification. Uh, I would I would encourage all of your users do not be or your uh, listeners in the listening area do not be shy of the cloud. Right. Uh, get used to it. It's not going away. It's only getting more and more prevalent. Uh, you know, learn to speak a little bit of Linux, right? So for me, you know, as an instructor, one of the things I need to do is I need to always keep my skills current. So. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a Windows guy, but I reached out and I bought me uh, uh, last week, bought me a Mac Mini. Mm-hmm. And that's just because, you know, I want to stay, you know, I want to make sure that I stay current on, you know, the Mac OS, you know, have some information on Linux server and stuff. And if you can do that, and it's so easy today as well, because there's a lot of trial software out there uh, that you can download that you don't even have to activate if you're just in a testing environment. You can really get your hands on it. And I think like we've said the last few times I've been on, if you can treat it like a hobby uh, and it's something that is like a hobby to you, then you're never bored uh, and right. you, you just, you're always going to enjoy it. Were you guys involved in BlackBerry at all? I mean, I still find that amazing that that company is gone pretty much. Um, you know, I, no, w- when I first got into the industry, um, <laughs> I wasn't part of an instructor team yet. I was still a student, and they were setting up BlackBerry servers back in, yeah. back in the day. We we, we were too, was, uh, literally maybe yeah, 10 that years was the ago. Last, uh, per, uh, last part of that, and it was right, right after that that uh, Jobs came out, you know, and Apple came out with the iPhone, and then that pretty much changed the industry forever. And that's the thing too, is, is what my point is by bringing that up, is you're, you're talking about spreading your horizons by looking at Linux, you know, just because you're a Microsoft doesn't mean Microsoft's going to be there every day. If BlackBerry can go poof, Microsoft can go poof, Google can go poof. They all can, right? I mean, Absolutely. Apple almost and, went and, poof. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And Eric Dennis, I know you all, uh, you're probably already aware of that, aware of this, but the majority of the servers that are on Microsoft today's Azure platform the majority of them are Linux. Right. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that. And we've also heard about the vulnerabilities of the Linux software. There's some plugins that were on those types of servers that were vulnerable, so you could get to the platform of those servers. Oh, well, oh gosh, the uh, what did they call that? The venom attack, VMware escaping attack, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, ooh, yeah so, that's that's scary. It's so much to learn. So, I mean, yeah. Wes, we appreciate you joining us on the on the show this Saturday and talking about CompTIA uh, A plus certification. We have links over at computertalkwithtab.com. You can get a thirty percent discount if you go through. Our links. If you want to join us as geeks, we're serious. I mean, Dennis ends the show that way. We need more geeks. We need more people who want to know how the the machines work. We don't want to be like the guys in the Matrix who go downstairs and look at the look at the machines and don't even understand how the water is being cleaned. We're, we're going to get there if we don't have enough geeks like you guys to join us and understanding how the cloud works, how network, how technology works, how packets work, how security works. You need to know how it works before you can have legislators that legislate it. 
right? <laughs> they don't know how it works. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so maybe we should get some law students, some CompTIA certifications. So we, we do appreciate it, Wes. We'll have you back next month. Oh, absolutely. You know, and uh, and again, I encourage all your listeners, you know, check us out. We're on all of the major, uh, you know, social media platforms and check out ACI Learning because we've got a lot of great stuff coming out. And if any of your listeners out there want to check out, I'm on all the social media platforms, too. I'd love to talk to your viewers. As, or I keep saying viewers. This is not video. I'm, you can tell I'm just a video. That's okay. <laughs> all of the listeners as well. Very good. Well, but we can put a link up there if you want us to, Wes, you would like that, if you yeah. like that. Absolutely. Just ACILearning.com. Come on over and check us out. We got audit, cyber, and IT, and uh, it is, and a lot more coming too, and uh, labs. So uh, it's going to be an exciting year here in 2022 for all of you techies out there. We appreciate it, Wes. Talk to you next time. Take care, guys. Right, Thanks, bye-bye. Wes. All right. So we'll step out for a quick break. Guys, check out IT Pro TV. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're here to 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessi will be on the line giving you a second opinion on your health advice, so stick around for that. But you guys are on the line with us, and we do appreciate it. Let's get to try to get one of your questions in before the bottom of the hour. We're going to go to Sandra in Hartford first. What's happening, Sandra? Hi. Hi. I, I um, am calling about one of the utility companies in the Hartford area. Mm-hmm. I've always paid my bill online. Yeah. And... Uh, last month in January, I went to pay the bill online and it would, it just could not, I couldn't get there because every time I hit, uh, make payment, it went back to the, um, dashboard page. Okay. Huh. So their, their website yeah. had an issue? Yes. So, um, I tried it several times, every which way and nothing, it just, I couldn't make that payment. So I, told my husband i said i couldn't make the payments this month yeah so uh anyway did they turn off your power no we got a notice a (laughs) shut off this is a one month this is one month not paid okay yeah and we got a a shut off notice yeah so i went online to make the february payment same thing that i had the month before they don't want your money (laughs) yes right so i finally I, I was getting so frustrated. Finally, I just, you know, I am a Mac user. I use Safari. Yeah. So yeah. I went, um, I shut it down, downloaded Firefox, and made the payment with ease. There you go. All right. Good job. You All must right. have listened to our show. Yeah. No, but I don't. The thing is. You don't? I, like I don't want to have to use Firefox. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you don't listen to our show. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So, yeah, I know. Well, okay. So wait a minute. I yeah. wrote a le- I I made it sent a, a you know a, an email into them. Yes, yeah, sternly written. And I got yeah. First first time I got back a, a auto an automated right. email message. They didn't bother to read what I said. Of course so, not. No. Yeah. The, so I sent it back. That I did not answer my question. Didn't you read my email? Right. Next time, send and your whole payment in a box of pennies. <laughs> That'll learn them. You'll no, teach them I that way. That. I said, look, I can always uh, uncheck my e-bill. Right. Let you send me a paper bill, and I'll send you a paper check. That so works for the – yeah. That works, Sandra. That works. So, anyway. Thanks for the uh, update. Well, wait, yeah. No, wait. Well, we're running out of time. I'm running out of time, Sandra. Wait, wait. Oh, okay, wait, wait. Okay, so they told me I needed to take off block cookies. Oh, we were blocking oh, the cookies. That okay. makes sense. That, that, no, that. it doesn't. 
reason because I didn't have blocked cookies, but I do have prevent cross-site tracking and hide ah. my address from trackers. That could have done All it right. too, Sandra. Yeah, yeah could have. we got to let Sandra go. We'll be right back. And we are back. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're here till 11 o'clock. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Um, of course, at 11, Dr. Leslie will be in. But let's get to a couple of little notes there of the last caller because we ran out of time with her. And she was trying to make a point. She was trying to say, I had to turn off these types of things, these cookie trackers and these cross-site cookie um, agreements that were being blocked by Safari. Right. And Safari meant well. Okay. Yes. They're trying to prevent one site from contaminating your computer and getting to another or, or going the other way. Or, or reading whatever. your cookies, knowing right. what you've been doing. Reading cookies that you've got from other sites. Right. And it but it matters because in this case I think the utility that she was talking to is using a payment service that's on another domain. Right. Now that web server on a different domain needs to read a particular cookie from the utility website. In order to be able to identify her and then register her payment to the right account. Right. And if it can't get that information, it doesn't know what to do, and it throws you back to the beginning. Right. Which it was doing to her. So it kind of matters that this is how things work. And what you were saying, Eric, is that it's kind of a travesty that you can't really put in a fine-grained control on that. Right. And say, hey, allow utility company domain to talk to payment company domain. Right. But don't let anything else cross. Correct. Trying that, to allow that, that level of control does not exist. You either no. have to turn on cross-site cookies or turn them off, and that's it. Right. It's just browser-wide. So your privacy is hard to, yeah. to protect. Of course, there's alternative ways to make payments. She was doing it through the site. You could always use your bank to set up bill pay so that they make the payments for you. Um, there's that opportunity as well. And there's no requirement for any of that kind of stuff. You can still have a nice private browser to do that. Right, because you're just going to your bank. The app on every, your bank. Right, and everything happens on that web server, so it's right. fully self-contained. So there's all sorts of workarounds. I think not paying them and saying, hey, they don't want my money, they're going to turn off your power is not a good idea. <laughs> you know, but no. I do see, you know, I do feel your pain when it comes to that. So uh, let's go to your calls. We're going to go to Barbara in Vermont next. Hey, Barbara, how's it going? Hello. Good oh, to talk to you. You too. What can we do for you? Well, I love to listen to your show. My husband knows. Uh-oh, it's Saturday morning. <laughs> Clear the deck. Barbara wants to listen to Computer Talk with Tab. Awesome. Um, and I have a very nice feature in this home we have up in Vermont. I live in Connecticut, but mm -hmm. like lots of people, we travel, yeah. work from home, etc. And... The feature is something called the Nuvo system, which is a set of speakers all around the house, even outside, so we can listen to music while we're in, out, wherever. Uh, and also, I like to listen to Computer Talk with Tab. Nice. And other programs on TIC. Mm -hmm. Great. And of course, I know that TIC was one of those super blasting radio stations going way, way back in the day. Yes, 50,000 watts of uh, yes, power. And, uh, they still are, I guess. Yeah. But I guess I can't quite get them over the air up here. I right. can get them on uh, Odyssey Yep. Um, on my little devices. But at, when I'm doing something, it's much more convenient to have it on something hand-free that I can listen to going from place to place around the house. Okay. I can't get the Nuvo system to link to you because apparently TIC is not on whatever 
decision system they have for what they're going to supply. And they sell, supply literally thousands of stations from around the world. I can listen to Scottish music. I can listen to music from Africa, I can, South America, wherever, and, of course, the United States. Right. So it seems to me that, first of all, this would be a smart thing for a station that has listeners. I listen to them call in from all over the country yeah. to you guys. Oh, yeah. And you've talked about geofencing, and I guess that works maybe with the traditional over-the-air system or something. No, geofencing is only going to work digitally. Yeah. Over the over the air is just based on broadcast reach. Yeah. Um. So the geofencing is going to say, okay, Barbara's in Vermont and listening to my listening to computer talk, and then there's going to be a local baker in Vermont that's going to pay for advertising time on the Odyssey app, so that you get that baker's ad. In Vermont, and you're not getting an ad for a baker here in Connecticut because you're not going to go down to Connecticut to get his goods. You understand? That's kind of I separate. got that. Yeah. But then when you take that leap, so then, you know, I can do that via, like I said, the apps yeah. on my little devices. Yep. But if I want to just enjoy it in my home, right? you know, we're missing that piece. So can you take your, can you play music from your phone to your Nuvo system? There is a Bluetooth feature on Nuvo. There you oh. go. But. It isn't getting picked up on my devices, so I'm not sure whether there is some component that's missing in the system, or you can't pair it. You're having trouble pairing your it's device. It's not pairing, and it's not seeing it at all. Okay, so um, that would be the workaround. Yeah, um, trying. I was also worried that when you have something that starts, you know, over the air, yeah. hops onto the internet, comes up to my phone, hops over to Bluetooth. Hops over to Nuvo. So fair enough. <laughs> so when you actually stream us over the Odyssey app, it's coming over your internet connection, not over the air. Right. So that's pure internet, and then all you're doing but is telling time lag on it and stuff. There could be. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, there could be a little bit of that. So I don't know if that causes problems. At, you know, you're, no. you are smarter than me on that. No, no. Well, I think I think even Nuvo would use that signal. They're not going to use the over-the-air broadcast to give no. it. They're going to use the same Odyssey signal. So you, if you can't beat them, work around them. So <laughs> I would tell you to I would tell you your best workaround is to bring up the Odyssey app and try to sync and pair your phone to that Nuvo system. Um, when it doesn't see it at all, what does that mean? It means you haven't turned the Nuvo system's pairing on. Normally, you got to tell the thing you want to pair with that you want to do it, and you get to push a button on the device that says, okay, put yourself in pairing mode, and then turn your phone on to go ahead and say, I'm going to go ahead and be in a pairing mode too. Okay, uh, there is the thing that says Bluetooth as a source. On your Nuvo on, system? On Odyssey. On Odyssey. I'm not, I'm saying, not on, on you've too damn many. I know. <laughs> Nuvo. But right. It's, it's it's looking and it's not seeing anything. But you mo normally you have to literally push a button or tell it to go into that mode, right, Dennis? Yeah. You, did you find it's something? It's a you know well, hot link on the screen. I'm I'm not seeing too much about this, <laughs> but I went to the Nuvo Player website. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I did notice mention of two different things. Number one, there is a Nuvo app that you can connect with on your phone. Yeah, I have it on my phone. All right. Now, that may give you in that app may lead you through the process you need to pair it. I don't know for sure. I'm just suggesting it's a possibility. Okay, the I other think I've been doing that. The other thing that you can do is uh apparently it, it will it will connect with uh, Amazon Alexa. 
Mm. And you, what you may be able to do is to ha- go into your Alexa account, right, on your add phone, the, on the phone, and add the Odyssey skill to it, and then you would be able to get. Right. How much Rube Goldberg do you need here to yeah, get to hear it, us, it, right? It is, it, is, it is kind of a puzzle here. Like tin cans with string, right. a piece of wire, little chain, another piece of string. People would say where well, this is progress, Barbara. Progress. Uh, but it is cool that, you you know, if you think about it, hearing us in full fidelity uh, versus whatever ten, whatever the AM radio can give you over the air Mm-hmm. It's kind of neat. Anybody yeah. can hear us anywhere. And I still, I can get you. I just figured that's one more market that TIC could be reaching. After all, uh, Bernie Sanders has two houses up here, plus his place <laughs> in Washington. Yes. You know, he, he could be part of the team to uh, support all this. <laughs> yeah. We know, we know where Bernie's uh, politics are. Yeah, I know. Um, but there are a lot of uh, IT yeah. people up here. Because yeah, sure. They can, work from home it really it's a it's a limitation of nouveau to not allow for that they may have some some sort of ecosphere they're trying to fence themselves to force people to get to them i'm just wondering if there's it has the feature on the app i'm just wondering if the device that's here in the house is somehow missing it might not have bluetooth hardware on board i don't know that's what i'm thinking so i'm just an amateur so i don't know (laughs) yeah well based on the version of the hardware you may have to upgrade and that'd be a committee decision between you and your husband um (laughs) to get that but obviously being able to connect bluetooth of your phone and be able to put whatever you want is is really what you're looking for you shouldn't have to have each station you know sign a commitment letter to Nuvo to say, hey, will you let us connect and play? Because they're just a dumb speaker, right? It's a, probably a beautiful speaker, but it's dumb. It's not a smart device. It's a dumb device. No, no, it doesn't do it. It doesn't make your coffee or anything else. Right, <laughs> right. So if you can get the Alexa connection to work, like like uh, Dennis said. I, I will be frank. My son is an IT person, actually a software engineer at Amazon. Nice. And oh. he would be probably happy yes i don't think he lies awake at night worrying about this if i went with alexa but i don't like things that are listening and talk back to me the damn cell phone does that i'm with you (laughs) i'm with you but barbara i think there's an app that you're using you can use an alexa app it doesn't have to be a device sitting there listening correct so if you use the app besides what the phone is listening to the app isn't listening unless you bring it up yes true so you have some power there a little bit of control. I mean, maybe your son can help you with that. But if he works there, come on. Oh, yeah, that's got to be a tremendous resource. That's a mother-son bonding of uh, opportunity. Well, you know, we're pretty pretty well bonded. Oh, that's um. good. But you can go. I mean, to get down to the geek stuff. I mean, come on, that's awesome. Uh, I think that's the way I would have you do. I would recommend you do it. Um, the other right. idea of having 1080, I mean, 1080 used to be part of CBS, right. and they weren't even available on Apple. They had, CBS had all sorts of requirements and limitations of well, getting they, our they stream. Well, they used to be on TuneIn for a while, and then they got pulled. TuneIn is one of the things that's on the on Nuvo. Nuvo. Yeah, right. Yeah. But they probably have to pay for that, right? I don't know how it all works. I mean, all these guys are all fighting for content. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've watched Succession, but um, I digress. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's, it's all more like Gilded Age. Right, right. <laughs> So it's it's one of those things you have to kind of work around, and I think you're you could. Okay. Well, I appreciate the feedback on yeah. that, and hope you and the folks down in Hartford get the feedback that they do have interested listeners in Vermont, in lots of places, um, and probably could have more 
if somebody sits down and does a little creative thinking on that end. Very good. You got it out there, Barbara. We appreciate you listening up there. Right. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough to be all things to all all systems. True. Everyone's got their own ecosphere they want to find about. Take a True. break, Matt. Yeah, we're going to take a, a quick break. Get back to your calls. John, hang on. We'll be right back. I think this is bumper music. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All right, we got a new producer in there messing with us. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is Computer Talk. you got to love the chairman of the board, though. It's true. The show is getting near the end. But we like to be a little more upbeat. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Then Dr. Alessi is going to be in place. Um uh, feel free to get on, uh, get ready for that. But let's get to your calls before we run out of time here. We're going to go to John in Winchester first. What's going on, John? Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. Hey, God, I'm in the market for a for a new printer. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I've um, my situation is that um, I don't print that often. So uh, you know, I've got an older inkjet printer right now, um, which sometimes goes in kind of a dry up mode yeah yeah talking about yep because we do and and as i'm looking um i see that they have so you're not stuck buying whoever's uh cartridge they have these um they call them mega tanks or smart tanks or depending on the brand where you just fill the um Mm -hmm. liquid ink yep Um, yes we're turned on to those two lately eco smart they're called uh, through Epson, EcoSmart tanks. Yes. Yeah. Now, do those, will those run into the same problem? They don't seem to. Okay. And, you know, do you have a take on those versus um, the laser jets and the cartridge? Yeah. Right. They're as they're as cost-effective. Um, we wouldn't have, I wouldn't have believed it, but they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are a good alternative to consider, and you can buy the ink the way you described. Yeah. Um, it's a good option if you like inkjet technology. Well, I, you know, again, I, I don't know if I want inkjet or, you know, go to laserjet. Um, you know, the, the the printer I have right now is probably a candidate for the Smithsonian. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. How about do you print print color or is it mostly black and white? Mostly black and white. Occasionally color. Um, you know, we were talking about that. We rarely print a photograph. I mean. Yeah. To the point, if if I had to print a, and I wanted a nice photo, I'd put it on a thumb drive and you know. Run down to Staples or somebody. Yeah, or exactly. Walgreens, CBS. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you're primarily black and white, I would tell you to go laser because it'll let it last as long as the last printer did. Mm-hmm. Um, you won't have any any dry up issues, and it'll just just sit there forever. Generally, if it's an HP, we've had good luck with it. Um, that's what we recommend usually. Yeah, I just I have great luck with HP products. Um, yeah, right across the board. Yeah, I mean, as far as the other features go, I'm sure they're all comparable as far as. Bluetooth, and you know, right. if I choose other options, but the the basic core question was uh, the ink types. Yep. Yeah. So the EcoSmarts are really good, a good option if you want to go with inkjet. Um, highly recommend them. Uh-huh. But if you're primarily black and white, a nice inexpensive laser HP laser should serve you very well. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, but but again, those the those those tank ones won't have the dry up problem, or will they? Not that we think. Not that we've seen. Could they? I mean, it's ink. But they don't seem to have the issue the way those old cartridges did. So yeah. I'm going to say that generally they must have a better cleaning routine. Um, they're designed better, I think. Well, they, they, they obviously have a different 
ink feed mechanism that gets into the heads. Right. So it's different. It is a different technology than the self-contained uh, cartridges. Yeah. Okay. And so, I would think you'd be able to go cross-brand on the um, on the ink. Maybe. All these companies are all fighting, but the, how can they tell the type of ink you bought? Whereas yeah. a cartridge, even we had a story a couple, oh, a couple of right. shows back about Canon having to rip off the RFID because they couldn't even get the chip anymore. <laughs> um, so I would think you could put any ink in there you wish. But if the formula's wrong, and maybe you're going to gum up the works. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if there's, you guys probably don't know since it's new if there would be any chemical differences in the inks between brands. I would think not. But I would think not, but the point is, because they're so effective and cost-effective, you may not have to play that game anymore. You're not, you may not have to feel like you're buying the most expensive perfume on the planet only to print it out on a page. Gotcha. Um, so you may not have that, oh, I'll just, I'll just buy the Epson ink because they're being reasonable. Okay, great. I think that's the core issue. As far as the rest of it, I think I can decide what I want as far as, you know, extra features. Sounds good, John. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Off to buy a printer. I'll move my hair. Let's go to uh, David in Connecticut. That's all we have here. You're in Connecticut somewhere, David. How are you? Good. What can good. we do for you? Um, I, heard, I heard your earlier caller talk about Odyssey, so I thought I'd mention this. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I began to get Spanish commercials in my... Uh, uh, stream. Yeah, it happened to me too. Really? Oh, okay. In Pluto, a couple other uh, streaming things. Okay, so they yeah. misidentified your your uh, your language. Yeah. So in between you and your and Dennis, I hear uh, Spanish commercials. And, um, well, you can you can always improve your language. <laughs> and and a friend of mine has the same problem too. Does it really? You know what they say? It's Greek to me. Right. <laughs> I would I would think there must be a setting in your account that has to do with your your language and what that's a geofencing issue, right? It it has to be because right. on my uh, on my Roku's at home, I'm streaming Pluto. I don't have a Pluto account. Mm. It I just open up the Pluto channel, and it plays. And you're getting Spanish. And once in a language. while, I'll get a Spanish commercial. Well, yeah, it, it could also be by design. I mean, it's you know, they, maybe there they, isn't. They it was some, once in a while, ten days ago, but then it now it's every break. Huh? It's not every commercial, but most of them. It it may be that whoever is paying for the campaign, right, has said that we want all of the devices in a certain area, right, to get this Spanish commercial. I they may be doing a test to see what kind of response they get. Using that language, I don't know. I'm just guessing. No, it's a fair. It's a fair point. Know. It may be done on purpose, David. And clearly, whatever, whatever commercial they're sending you, you weren't. They think you weren't going to be interested in anyways. Yeah. Well, in, in, in an attempt to get rid of it or away from it, I tried TuneIn. Oh, you tried a different still, app. Oh, so, so that not be. We can still use TuneIn, which we all used before Odyssey came along. Yeah. And and uh, it works, but it it switches you over to. Odyssey. So I couldn't get away from it. And there's also podcasting, of course. You can always use uh, any podcasting app to listen to us. Um, and yeah, you know, well, that works. In real too. time? Not in real time, I don't think. Yeah. No, the podcast does not come out, does not get posted until Mondays, usually. Yeah, okay. Well, up until now, I thought I was the only one. So, uh, no. Although Comcast denied any interest in, or any knowledge of the problem and said it had to be Odyssey. Correct. They would not have any power of messing with the packets that are delivered to your app. That would be the whole thing about net neutrality. <laughs> We're not going to go there. But, um, but so they got to know where my modem is, right? They should know where your modem is. However, 
They may not know exactly, but that shouldn't matter again for language because people of all languages live everywhere. True. So they're not going to go ahead and say, well, wherever David lives yeah, is 100% Spanish. On, on an all-English all broadcast station. Yeah. I think, it's, I think it could be a mistake, or like Dennis said, it's an experiment. Oh, could be. Okay. All right, David, thanks for letting us know. Thank you. Yeah, all right, great. I want to thank you all you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. And I want to thank Matt and our new producer, who I forgot his name. Hope he's here next week. Uh, we'll be here as well. I want to thank Mike G for posting everything over on our Facebook page and uh, via Twitter. Of course, Dennis posts everything else live here onto our computer talk with tab.com. I want to thank Ron, uh, Wes Bryan from IT Pro TV for joining us. And remember, we want you to be geeks too. See you next week. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.